Hey, what's up, little boomers? Welcome into the podcast. Before we get going, we dropped a brand new crew neck sweatshirt. What? All Warren's idea. I think they're gorgeous. Comes in navy. Comes in gray. Has and our logo on the on the chest, the chesticle of it. And for our big boned people, listeners, we have the triple XL out there now. <laughs> for our, big for our just fluffy followers. For our Justin Markleys out there. <laughs> 3X, first time ever artillery history has been made. <laughs> you love to hear after it. After countless requests for 3X apparel, you got it here. So check out our crew neck logo sweatshirt, shoptheartillery.com. Kyle, we also have coffee, right? We have coffee. Hey, uh, check out JenningsJava.com. Uh, their cannon powder on there is our specific blend of coffee that they have. I drink it every morning, and that's not a lie. I legitimately get up every morning and make a French pressed cup of like pot of coffee, I guess is what you would call it. Enchanté. Can and I say that I wrote the description of this? That is completely untrue. No, it is. That's very true. It's not true. On the back of this, you I wrote it. Write I wrote that. Liar. If they, you're wondering what he's talking about, buy it and find out. No, I'm going to read it right now. Oh, just kidding. Whether a long day at work or an early, or an early morning drop in, cannon powder. We'll keep you grinding on and off the ice. Brought to you by the CBJ Artillery. Cannon powder is smoother than Columbus's top-line silky mitts, yet packs a punch stronger than any enforcer on the ice. Make a pot, grab a cup, and fire the cannon. I, I wrote believe. that. Somebody hire me to be their marketing strategist. <laughs> I don't know how we don't have a check mark with that kind of writing. Thank you. Because it's on a bag of coffee <laughs> not on twitter but imagine well, him writing about the the blue jackets players like that well we should be well i'm usually half bigger than i write the guy who like players. started the account imagine if he tweeted like that <laughs> true so uh, i'm usually half drunk when i tweet so that's why Fair our enough. tweets look like shit yeah. uh jenningsjava.com shop check us out hey fifth line this is greg murray the voice of the columbus blue jackets and you're listening to the artillery podcast with jordan warren and kyle it's not too late to turn this off They've got no idea what they're talking about. Uh, honestly, I have no idea why I even agreed to do this intro for them. Hello, little boomers. Welcome into episode 152 of the podcast. Hello, I'm Kyle. Kyle's here. I'm Jordan. And wouldn't you know it, Musty Butt Warren's here. Warren Patrick <laughs> is in the building for the Hi. first time in what seems like It's only a been a month. couple weeks. Yeah, like a couple weeks. It's been two weeks. Yeah. Well, he was here the week before last. I don't yeah. know what time is in 2020. It's all a blur. It's either a week or I five months. I think that's just months. your 30s. <laughs> also true. Also valid. I'm fairly new into my 30s, so no, I'm, I'm, I there. feel like I'm already getting there. Like all the, I look back and it's what it's the middle of October already. Like what the hell just happened? It was just October 1st, about three hours ago. That whole uh, that whole 14 days to slow the spread has now turned into seven and a half months. Unbelievable! You hate to see it. Oh, for I didn't think free agency or or the draft was ever going to get here, and all of a sudden it's come and gone. And then I didn't think the draft was ever going to end. Oh my god, she's so long. long. Awful. That was so sad. Uh, uh, Cassidy is in Athens. She is betraying us today. Don't know why she's not here. Uh, But she's fired now, so don't have to worry about it. So So Cassidy, if you're listening, you're fired. Don't come back. Fired. Fuck your shit. Uh, (laughs) A lot lot went down this past week. Kind of. 
Um, good and bad. <laughs> so the last podcast, uh, for those of you uh, who want to catch up, we talked about the draft, Me. but that was last Wednesday. We, yeah, we touched on the draft. We uh, touched on Max the Max Domi signing and the Josh Anderson. Which happened right Montreal. before the draft, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, we actually talked about it in that order on the podcast. That's right. Yeah. And then I free agency happened things. on Friday, which was yeah. two days after we recorded the podcast. Uh, so we have a lot to talk about today. Lots to talk about. Um, so let's just go ahead and let's just dive right into it. Okay. Let's give people what they want. Hockey talk. You love to hear Me. It. We may be wrong Warm. 69% of the time, but we're going to talk about nice. stuff. 100% of the time. <laughs> yes. Thank you for finishing my quote. We will be, you will that, be hearing our voices. Can I frame that? We may be wrong 69% of the time, but we'll be talking 100% of the time. That sounds about right. Yeah. Jordan Mills original right there. I think my dog likes you more than she likes me at this point. No, she does. She, <laughs> no, she she's does. cuddled yeah. up to you right now in a way that <laughs> she's she never feels, done. To she you. feels protected. Yeah, that's why she's doing that. She's you're welcome sitting behind you because you're a skinny short boy. She is now my dog. I will now be taking her home. Okay. okay. Nope. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, back to hockey talk. Hockey uh, talk. Something that we've talked about a lot on the podcast leading up to free agency, uh, at least in the last couple weeks, was the Winberg buyout. Um, we Woo! saw rumblings of that. We saw rumors of that. And it did happen. Thank the Lord. I was listening to uh, the Canon podcast, uh, our friends over there at the Canon. Um, Elaine Shercliffe and Eric Seeds were on this last one uh, talking about the Winberg buyout. And they were both just uh, praising praising Yarmo for doing that. <laughs> it, Especially it, Seeds. Yeah. He was very happy to see that go, as we all are, I think. Most of us are. If I would, you're yeah. sad to see him go, you're just like a silly goose. Is well, that, yes. sentimental. I would say sentimental. Uh, we have to, we're going to have to get used to that happening then if yeah, we want to succeed. I think all of Blue Jackets Nation are very happy with the Winberg buyout. Um, it needed to be done. It, let's just Let's just... Say what it was. It was a bad contract by Yarmo. Yeah, the, the, he Winberg had a really good year in his contract. It year. was a great, yeah, it was um, great. And it on seemed his like end. he had a huge ceiling at that point, which we were all okay with that contract at that point because of that great year he had. Yeah, uh, he only really went down from there. Um, he had a decent year until COVID happened. Uh, he wasn't doing the worst. I mean, he had like three goals, which was three one, times more yeah, than yeah, last. That's season. absolutely correct. So, that is absolutely. You could say correct. he was really turning it on. So Kyle. as a as a second line center, uh, <laughs> uh, little to no offensive output from that just is not going to cut it on a team that wants to win a cup. Uh, we've made the playoffs four years in a row, and it's time to you know start scoring goals from our second line centers. Uh, and Winberg was not cutting it at that aspect. Nope. Yeah, no, he wasn't. Uh, it, the writing was on the wall. Um, I'm, I'm happy that Yarmo pulled the trigger on that and took care of it because Winberg needed to go bye-bye. And Winberg is now bye-bye. And, and, and we only retained 500000 of that contract. I'm a fan. We'll take Whatever it. Whatever it takes to get him out of here. Cool. And then we signed Koivu and Domi for less. No, not Domi. Um, sorry, I said that um, wrong. Who was the other guy we just signed? Oh man, it was like G it starts with like a G. Dude. No, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Koivu was, anyways, Koivu basically is Winberg's replacement in a way on that PK uh, as a forward on the PK uh, for about three million less. So we'll take it. Yeah, I'm fine I mean, I'm still uncertain with the whole Koivu thing. Uh, I think he's had a fantastic career. Uh, don't get me wrong, but he's obviously 
the the the, the years are numbered with him. I think. Well, we only signed him to a one year, so very valid uh, numbered within the league, and it it concerns me his age. Uh, concerns me over the past couple of years he's been kind of hurt. Um, I just don't know. I'm just gonna pull out a hot take, and I don't foresee him being on the team at the conclusion of this upcoming season. That's my hot take. Uh, you mean like after? You think he's gonna get? I'm sorry. Say that again. You said after, I just the, don't after think the season, he's not going to be on the team. Anymore. We're not going to resign him. No, I think throughout the season, we're going to realize how I don't know how to word it. He's a great player. Don't get me wrong. I think he's just old. He's past. Obviously, he's past his prime. Great that's 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 not a secret. I just think he's not going to be a part of the team at the conclusion. Oh, I see. Of this upcoming season. So what season. do you think will happen? Like, I don't know. We just say, hey. He'll just like, be like, fuck this, I'm retiring? Like, no, I think it's going to be a, a management decision. Like, hey, you know what? We're just we're going to move on from you, but thanks. Uh, <laughs> that's really pessimistic. And I don't think, think so. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I don't, and I, don't, I don't think that that's the kind of player. Koivu spent 12 years in Minnesota, and he was their captain. I understand That'd be like that. saying Felino was going to go to a team to – to Koivu, what Koivu said when he came here was he wants to taste success. Uh, Minnesota hasn't really seen that much success. Every so, single player. No, no, no. We've made the playoffs four years in a row. We're finally getting those veterans now, in, that veteran, uh, coming in to try to just taste that playoff success and try to make a push. He, it'd be like Felino going to to uh, to the, to the Lightning to, to try to win a cup. He's not going to leave before the end of the season, or he's not going to get hit. No, I'm not saying like Koivu's just going to walk up and leave. I, I think it's going to be a he's not up to snuff with the rest of the team around him, and the younger guy is going to be outperforming him. So I see it being like a every other game, a healthy scratch type of situation. That's what I'm thinking it he's would turn into. Texier, I mean, I don't Jesus, know what on. we're going to do. <laughs> I just, I just don't think signing Koivu is like. It's the I don't look too much into it. I think he had he has had great years in the past, and yes, he was the captain of the Minnesota Wild. That's all fine and dandy, but I think he's well beyond those years of being a a integral part of of a team. I think he will bring things to the table, but I just don't see him being an everyday player. I think once he gets into Torch system and once he gets into the rhythm of things, I feel like towards you know midway through the season we're going to realize that. He might be a healthy scratch from time to time. That's all I'm saying. I don't think he's the answer to our third. No, he's not the answer to anything. Third, fourth line. It's a, it's a one hundred. It's one hundred percent a center depth, uh, a depth center signing. Jesus, um, I'm getting because the only thing we have after after Domi now on the second line is Nash and then young guys that are unproven. That's yeah. all we have. It's it's that. I mean, Koivu's probably going to see the fourth line most of the year. Riley Nash is probably going to get pushed up to the third line. Koivu is going to be on that fourth line that's that's the grinding line that holds it over until the skilled guys on the first line can okay, get back I'm, out there. Don't and get that's me wrong, what Koivu like, does yeah. best, and I think he's worth, worth that one point, what, two million we gave Absolutely. him? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't disagree. It's a great signing. I tweeted, <laughs> if you think that that signing is bad, you're wrong. <laughs> I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's all it's cracked up to be. That's all I'm really kind of getting at here. I just don't think it's... There's there's really no reason to get super excited about it, and no, to me it's, it's just good. it's a good depth piece. It's a good guy to have in in your back pocket when you need him. But I just don't see him playing every game this year with us. I like the thought process of like bringing him to add depth to the center grouping so that we can get 
Boone back on the left wing. Yeah, I, I would love to see the guys that need to, the guys like Boone, that, as great that, as that he is on face out of position, that yeah. need to get that opportunity to actually play their position. I yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. So I can um, see that being a big. Uh, it's just fitting pieces where yeah, they that's sh- funny though that actually Boone, fit. We're talking about Boone going back to the wing when he led the team in faceoffs <laughs> last year. I know, like right? that's that's kind of a that's weird fantastic. conversation to me. Um, but if if he fills out <laughs> even remotely to that. No, absolutely. I mean, he's not going to see and now. You get he Boone may where see he needs like, to be. Absolutely, he, Boone may see specialization like you know how we saw Doobie last year um, when Panarin yeah. was still on the team uh, out there in overtime taking faceoffs and immediately coming off the ice Getting like seventy percent. Right, we may see that with Boone, um, but yeah, I think this Koivu signing is is nothing to get excited about. I completely agree with that. Um, it's. Like you said, he's an old guy. He's an older guy. Not an old guy, but he's an older guy. He's old for the league. Old for the league is what we're talking about. He's only about. like five, six years older than me. And, it, and it's a, it's, <laughs> we've talked about... No, he's like 38. We, the reason I like this signing so much is because we've talked about for years now how young this team is. This finally adds, besides Felino, yeah. this finally adds some age and veteran presence to this yeah. team that we desperately need with all these young guys we have. Yeah. Uh, it's not just a skilled signing by any means. It's a locker room signing as well. And Very I think much. that's huge for this team. Yeah. And we got him for less than $8 million a year for seven years. Yeah. If like Petrangelo. That Petrangelo contract is Golly. He's playing until he's 42? Unbelievable, huh? He's playing until he's 42? He's 30 now. It'll be, oh, he's 30? Yeah. I thought he was 30. I don't know. No, he's 30 now. Still. He'll be, yeah, so he'll be 38, 37 <laughs> when that contract's up. But that and last year's a lot. With those long-term contracts, we don't ever see. That's why the Josh Anderson contract is kind of crazy. That those was hardly ever play out, the seven-year contracts. It's very rare that a whole seven-year contract plays out to its finish oh yeah now we're we're, we're learning that and in, in, in the blue jackets world as well <laughs> uh but going back to winberg really sec for a quick second he did really sign with sec. florida so career resurgence bound to ha- <laughs> bound to happen uh, uh play what, with the what, what do you, you want to call it 20 goals for winberg next season i'll say five okay oh, five yeah I'm going to give him a 12. Look, Winberg's going to see the ice down there as much as he saw the ice here in, in Columbus. They don't have anything else down there. They uh, have, especially they with them getting rid of poo, right? I mean, yeah, they let go poo. That was a bad joke. If um, they, I don't know. They were good offensively. some offense, man. Yeah. They have but, a, they, no, they do, but I still think Winberg's going to see top six well, times no, he sometimes. Will. He will, and they That's, got him for cheap. And if, if he can put together a year... That he had like before he got his contract with the Jackets, then Florida's they made it out well, but it's just a matter if Winberg can go back to old form. So I, I'm just I'm just saying I'm I'm gonna call like 15, 20 goals for Winberg next year. He's gonna you said, tw- you said tw- how many well, times thirty seconds look, ago. That's don't, true. I did. I'm changing it. it. Jordan, don't do it. I care about you. What? Don't do it. What? Don't call that. I care about <laughs> I'm you. I'm just saying, Blue Jacket players. <laughs> You've done it for three years now. Blue Jacket players <laughs> go to you. other places and they succeed. Like Bobrovsky. Anthony Duclair. Speaking of that, speaking of Duclair, I was about to bring up Duclair. Do you have you seen how many people on Blue Jackets Twitter are talking about, oh, I'd love to sign Duclair. No. Motherfucker, did you not just, do? Uh, were you not here two years ago? Yeah. Are you kidding me? I did I did hear that Bill Zito has interest in him. Good. Down in of course Zito is just bringing the band <laughs> He's back just getting together down there. Blue Jacket. Jacket. Unbelievable. The Florida Blue Jackets. That's essentially it's, what it's turning into. It's getting ridiculous. Yeah. Blue no, Panthers. We, uh, Duclair... 
who's ever listening to this that said Duclair would might be a good idea, get that out of your mind. You're That's so ridiculous. Silly. Duclair tried it here, right, with Torts. Torts is a different kind of coach than what you're going to get in most of the league. He didn't work out with Torts. Torts is our guy. So he left. Or Yarmo, apparently, because Yarmo wanted to trade him too, right? Yeah, I think so. So yeah. he's gone, and he for gone. a reason. He ain't coming he's, back. There's no way in hell that Yarmo's yeah. going to re-sign him. No, <laughs> no, not at all. He's He is done. He's not coming back as a Blue Jacket. Uh, another thing that went down from our last podcast, uh, Ryan Murray, finally gone. <sighs> that How long have I been calling for that trade? Uh, so as long as you've been on this podcast. Pretty much, yeah. I'm <laughs> pretty sure your first episode you probably called for. Called for a Ryan Murray trade because yeah. you know how much more we could have got out of him two years ago when I first started this podcast? Yeah. No, I mean, you're right. I mean, I, the people like that are that are discussing the actual trade itself, like – did we get in return what we deserve fully? Probably not, but it wasn't about that. It was about dumping the salary, in my opinion. I don't think a fourth-round pick – I mean, yeah, Ryan Murray's made of glass. I get that. He's Remind hurt me what we time. traded him for. Fifth a fourth-round round pick. pick. Was it a fifth-round or a fourth? That's it. Was fifth. it fifth or fourth? Fifth. It was fifth. Okay. That's it. Murray is worth more than what we got in return, but in my opinion – it was a the Blue Jackets. We have tried over and over with Ryan Murray to get him going, but he always results in being injured, which you hate to see because Ryan Murray seems like a great guy. He's he's a great guy, and he's yeah. very good when he's healthy. For sure. So he's not healthy a lot. So I think in order to – I think Yarmo had the mindset of let's just clear some more cap space. We're not going to get what we would like in return, but I think it works for both sides. So uh, Florida's taking on a contract that is pretty significant. Um, for for Ryan Murray and New Jersey, uh, New Jersey. That's what I meant. Sorry, I'm just so used to uh, New Navarro. No, it's okay. New Navarro, yeah. we <laughs> traded yeah uh, to Florida. Oh yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, New Jersey's taking on that five million dollar Murray contract, and they are risking him being hurt. And I think them giving us that fifth round pick, it is what it is. I like this. I like the cap dump. I like opening up some more flexibility with something. If Yarma was able to make something happen. Um, here in the off season, but I I understand it. I, th- I think people. I was reading tweets on Twitter like we just didn't get what we were what was deserved with the Murray trade. But if you look at it from I feel like that perspective of listen, he's hurt all the time. Uh, New Jersey's taking on this uh, on this five million dollar contract. We don't know if he's going to be healthy for a full season. Here's a fifth round pick. Let's just move on. Cut our cut our losses. It is what it is, and you know. Like you said, cap dump, right? Cap I mean, dump. That's all I can see. Absolutely, yeah. and that's fine with a guy like Ryan Murray because, like we said, he's never in, he's never healthy. But going to a guy like Marcus Nudabara, we didn't talk about that last week because it happened the day after our, we recorded the podcast. Yeah. Um, I Eric Seeds was talking about this on the Cannon Pod as well. I I feel like that was a weird trade. I I understand yeah. the cap dump um, on that end, but I don't think that there's going to be any team. The reason that Yarmo did that, in my opinion, is is because we are trying to protect against the mar- uh, uh, offer sheet against PLD. We want to we want to have as ma- as much cap space as possible, so that if somebody tries to make an offer for PLD, we can match it and get him back in here because that's top priority from what Yarmo said. Mm-hmm. Um, we had that after after the after the draft, I believe, um, and then and then dumping Murray, which was in the works. The the dumping Nudavara, I in my opinion, is just weird. Um, he's I thought he was a up and coming. He would have played very well with Peak on that on that third pairing, uh, especially with Murray gone. 
Um, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to me, the new Tavares trade, because I think that he was uh, – in his in his whole draft class, he's played the like the 10th most games, and we drafted him in the sixth round, something stupid like that. <laughs> Uh, and he's what he was. He's 24, 23, 24. Yeah, he just didn't get much of a chance here. And I think he got traded for peanuts for what he's actually worth, what he's going to be worth. I think Nudavar is going to be one of those guys where we look back in, in five years and be like, wow, we probably shouldn't have traded him for that much. Should have been way more. Maybe. But at the same time, I feel like the emergence of Gavrikov has, I think, opened up the ability to maybe play around a little more defensively in terms of things that we can do. Well, they did. They because, did play around. Yeah, yeah I mean, is. for sure. I just I, Gavrikov, if you think about it, just kind of came out of nowhere. Like, it wasn't more than a year ago that I, I had I just learned this dude's name, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like maybe Gabby's kind of given us the, the flexibility to kind of do some things in that realm. I could be completely off. I don't know. But... You know, I don't I, think so. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, the Nudavara thing, I'm, I'm indifferent, just like I am with the Murray thing. Like it just, I feel like it's things needed to happen, and Yarmo just had to make some moves, and he was the odd man out defensively. So I don't know. No, and that, uh, yeah, I mean, odd man out, I guess is, I don't know. It, I don't know either, because there's so many things that happen on the back end that the conversations are had, meetings with owners, meetings with different personnel, scouts, everything like that. Uh, so much, so much information has to be processed to make these decisions by Armo uh, and his whole team uh, that we don't know. Probably even a quarter of what went into this decision to trade Nudavara. No, uh, so but on the surface level, it just does not make a lot of sense. So that opens up about fourteen million dollars in available cap space. Uh, if Doobie somehow can come off the books, that'll be nearly twenty million dollars of cap space available. Uh, we have to still resign Pierre Luc Dubois. Gavrikov, Carlson, Stenlin. Um, so those that's four guys that we got to resign. Obviously, PLD is going to demand probably the most money there. Not probably the most money of that four. <laughs> I think Stenlin. So might now be that we've him. seen the market, <laughs> real quick before you go into all that, now that we've seen the market for forwards with Hall signing with Buffalo at eight million for a year, for this for this off season, we've seen the market. What do you think PLD signs for? Uh, I guess six. It just for me, it depends on the term of the contract. I don't know what he's leaning towards. I'm I'm thinking bridge deal, probably yeah. same as Domi, maybe a little more, five and a half to six million, maybe. I think that's a fair estimate. If it's a bridge deal, I go, yeah, I think five to six is fair for PLD. Four years, six years, four four years, six mil. Four that's years, six thought. mil. Four years, yeah, three yeah. to four. Uh, yeah. I, if it's gonna be a bridge, it's gonna be shorter term than that. Um, Two or three years. I don't know. It, I can see him getting anywhere from five to seven and a half, depending on the, the term of the contract. For sure. Yeah. And if it's I, a longer just, term contract, he's obviously going to make more money, um, yeah. I think. But I don't, I think. And it can also be a, it could be like the first three, if it is a long term deal. It could be like the first three years or like four, four, five, six, seven. You know what I, I mean? think the only it could be contract, a gradual process in, in making more money. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Um, I think the only contract that we've seen that's been more than four years is Josh Anderson's. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. signing long term this year because and, nobody and knows Petrangelo. what's going to happen. And, and from what we were talking about for the podcast, of course, yes. and what me and Kyle were talking about for the podcast, you brought it up to me. Uh, it was reported that Josh Anderson pretty much approached the Jackets and said, you're either going to sign me for one year or eight years, no in between. Yes. I, that's, so that's, I was listening to the, uh, 
what, what's the name of the pot? Elliot Freeman. 31 Thoughts. 31 Thoughts with Elliot Freeman and Justin Merrickham, maybe. I, I don't remember the other guy's name. Sounds right. Um, <laughs> yes. But Elliot Freeman was talking about how he had heard through the grapevine that Josh Anderson, um, with our management, uh, basically told them either one year or eight years, that's all. That's it. Yeah. Either sign me for one year or for eight years because one year would send him right into unrestricted free agency next year. Uh, which we could, he could have the pick of the litter in a contract year, uh, or eight years. He's here for good, and he has the, you know he's he has his next eight years planned out. Um, and then he got so Yarma was like, "Fuck you, man!" I'm you know <laughs> basically, and sent him to Montreal. Yeah. And then he went and told Montreal the same thing. Oh, well, Montreal one year did it. Or eight <laughs> Montreal's years. like, hell yeah. <laughs> or seven years because they yeah, can only yeah, offer yeah, him yeah, seven years. Yeah, but one seven. year or seven years, and they all right, we'll give you seven years. Like <laughs> when you make that trade and he comes up there and says that, your hands are yeah. kind of tied. It at seems that point, like Josh right? Anderson and, yeah. and and Andy's camp have have come into every contract negotiation with like just these demands like 2017 that's all we talked about going into the season was josh anderson's contract because he held out he i don't even think he made it to the training camp because no, he, he kept holding make, out so it was just yeah, i like to think that yarma was like i'm not doing that again and good good on him <laughs> if that's the case i'm sure you can go i don't think there's any bad blood between the two it is a no, business when it comes business. down to yeah. it so uh, it's unfortunate that 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 some agents kind of whisper in their in their clients' ears and kind of tell them the, the the deal. But I think I they, feel like no, he was really kind of stuck with uh, I don't know bridge deal. I can see this year. Yeah, most guys have gone bridge deal. It is a little odd to see Anderson's agent. Um, man, that's what the, the reason I think that Anderson's injury is worse than we're led on to believe because of this. Because he was like long term or nothing basically. Yeah. Right, which makes me, which leads me to believe that Anderson's injury might be lingering more than we think. That's some reckless speculation, Kyle. <gasps> but only because Max Domi signed with us for two years, same yeah. agent. So yeah. it's it's kind of it's it's just odd when you think about it. Uh, the agent's telling one of his clients, "You have to go, Max." Yeah, and he's telling the other one, "Well, I'll just do a bridge deal." Right? There's some, you know, there's definitely different situations, but. It makes it leads me to believe that Anderson's injury is worse than we're led on to believe, and yeah. he may not recover fully from it from what it, you know from what he was when he played with us two years ago. My there was time where it sounded like they really messed him up from like holding off on surgery. Yeah, that could be a possibility. Hmm. Uh, my final answer on PLD, I'm gonna I'm gonna say bridge deal. I'm gonna say three years. Three years, six million for PLD. <clears throat> Agreed. And an AAV of six million. Sorry, not three. Yeah, million, like I can, I can know. even still <laughs> see just that. Just clarify, like, six million a year. Four, five, seven. So you think it's gonna be like a three times six? Yeah, three by six. Three by six. That's my prediction for PLD. Okay. I don't see long term right away. If anything, Yarmo's learning his long term deals just, have not panned out, so maybe he shouldn't be given long term deals. This all the time. is uh yeah we, we've we, I heard a stat crazy to me that Yarmo has given a has given two seven year deals in his is in his eight year tenure is one with Nathan Horton Nathan Horton <laughs> yeah and Cam and Atkinson Cam, yeah. Cam wor- worth it yeah well no, we're worth still it. We're for the price. middle of it no yeah, we're okay still, to this point worth it. Yeah, <laughs> we're in the crazy. You, it's crazy if you don't it. think even so. last year. It's still yes, worth it. Absolutely. After the, every player is going to have a down on this team. Let's see what he does this year. If he has another bad year, it's like, well, no. Then we can start going. 
was talking. I think it was off the podcast. I don't, I'm really. I don't remember at this point. Uh, I think it was off the podcast. I was saying you get a guy like you know you get a guy like Taylor Hall in here. It opens up the offense. Well, we talked it, about it last episode. In last episode, you get a guy. You get a good offensive player in here that is that demands attention. Like we're gonna say it again. Like motherfucking Panarin. <laughs> <laughs> it demands yeah. attention. It opens up the rest of the ice for guys like Atkinson, who has a hell of a shot, uh, but honestly struggles a little bit trying to get their own open shot. Um, but when a guy he struggled last year, he did for sure. He, but he, when he's hot, he's hot. He came back. He can't. He didn't. He end on a high note though. He did yeah, absolutely it's good. Um, yeah, no. But he he's a guy that struggles a little bit finding open ice. You know, on his own, he needs. He has a hell of a shot. So he needs a guy like Panarin to help him out, a guy, a really good offensive guy that draws defense, to get that open ice. Yeah. Uh, a guy like Taylor Hall, a guy like Foley who so we thought maybe, or a guy like Hoffman. Speaking mm. of Taylor Tifoli. Hall, because we had talked about it for months, probably one of the most talked about free agents coming into the it. season, and Taylor Hall did not sign with the Blue Jackets. Woo! He went to Buffalo. I'm very okay Why with that. Why Buffalo? My guess is obviously Jack Eichel, but uh, it was an interesting signing. I, I did not expect Hall to go there, and deep down, I really didn't expect him to come here either. It was more of a I, I wishful thinking. Um, I did, 100%. Yeah. I was in on the Hall train. I still think he's overrated, but I was in on it because of the cap space that we opened up. Also, he fit; he would fit in so, yeah, he would fit in okay. But like on that first line with PLD and Atkinson, that's a match that that's a line made in heaven. Oh uh, yeah, I would love to see that happen. Uh, obviously, and it's our, not. And our power play; he is a power play wizard. He, yeah. our power play needs something like that. Yeah, I mean, I. I definitely wanted to see it happen. I feel like, you know, it would definitely open up some some ice for the guys that uh, kind of what you were talking about. I think it would help with Atkinson um, bringing in a Taylor Hall. But, uh, yeah, goes to Buffalo. He signed, what, a one-year, $8 million contract? That's right. Yep. So, and from what I also saw, it was the Blue Jackets offered him somewhat of a long-term contract around the $5 million range in terms of AAV. So, apparently, he wanted some more money. But he got a short term, more money, so it's it's interesting to see how that'll play out for him in the, the long term. But my opinion is he didn't get the teams that he wanted to give him the money he wanted, so he's going to go to Buffalo for a year for eight million dollars, yeah, just to rack up some stats and then get his and then deal. get his money because he's, he's going he to rack up some stats. You know damn well with with Jack Eichel, <laughs> got him and Eichel, if they're on the same line. He's going whether get he's getting an assist or a goal. goal <laughs> he's it's, yeah, he's going to rack up. He's yeah, gonna you pat took some the words. Numbers. You took the thought right out of my head there. Yep. Uh, like like I was talking about earlier, the 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 forward market kind of cratered out. I mean, yeah. Um, but the the guys that that are going to get paid are going to get paid, uh, like Taylor Hall. I mean, no matter what the economy is like in the NHL, he's still going to get paid that money. And, and something about like all the free agent stuff. So like with, with Yarmo dumping all of this cap, um, obviously for when when the when free agency when the day opened when it, at twelve o'clock on free agency day. Everybody was expecting big, big moves. Me included. I was, I was on Twitter. I was refreshing every, every other second. I was clicking on that CBJ hashtag. I'm like, what's about to break? Because mm-hmm. I felt like we were going to sign somebody. And I genuinely think that Yarmo pursued multiple guys. I don't think the cap dump was strictly for a PLD 
uh, protection. You know, I don't think that was it at all. I think Yarmo has his plan. I think without without hesitation, I do believe that PLD was going to be resigned no matter what. I think uh, the cap dump helped in that situation. But, I, I mean, Gabrikov, PLD is still got to be signed. That's probably around the 12 million mark. So I think that leaves um, – not the 12, maybe the 10 million mark. Sorry. I'm going to go – I think Gavi will make – at most two million over the I'm next three go years. I'm gonna go two to three, yeah. somewhere in that range for sure. I think that's fair for Gabrikov. <laughs> um, so I, I think a good ten million dollar protection plan for those guys when when we sign them was was necessary. So that still leaves us with about four million. And if the Doobie situation, I don't know how that can potentially so work there, out. There's just like this insurance on a contract. Yeah. If they get hurt like that, the whole contract's bought out and they don't have to pay for any of it. Yeah. LTIR so, is what it's called. So if that happens, that, that leaves us about nine to ten extra million. So Jeez. I genuinely think that even though we didn't sign anybody, even for though year, Yarmo did didn't go after anybody, I do believe – I mean, even though Yarmo didn't sign anybody, sorry, I do believe that it was his intent to sign somebody. I think that's why we saw a lot of cap dump happen. I think he was going after some from some free agents, but I think once again it comes down to do free agents want to come into Columbus? And it seems like year after year after year we struggle to bring in in these names without having to probably overpay them. And is is that accurate? Do you think that's a fair assessment? Do free agents um, not want to necessarily no, come here? No. Here's here's the reason I'm saying that is because I know guys come in here and say, oh, I love to be in the city. Like Duchesne said it, all this shit, whatever, uh, once they sign here. But Koivu came in and immediately said, well, yeah, I just want some, I want a taste of playoffs. I want a taste of success. And I was like, when I first heard that, nobody's ever said that before about I shed this a team. tear. It's yeah. like, our, wait a minute. We just... We just talked about this not that long ago. When it when are we going to get to the point where old veterans sign here to win a cup? And it's starting. And it's starting with Koivu. In free agency, we're not signing. I mean, look, the the big guys, whatever you want to call them, have been signed. Hoffman's still on the board. Dadnov's still on the board. We got Eric Hollis still on the board. Kerry, uh, Corey Perry. Michael Granlund. Um, Soderberg is still on the board. Kovalchuk is still on the board. Broussard is still on the board. Connor Sheary is still on the board. There's so oh, yeah, many there's, good offensive players uh, yeah, there's, still there's in free agency. For sure, there is. And, and I, my, even though it hasn't Broussard happened, back. even though it hasn't happened yet, and I, I feel like I see a lot of dejected Jackets fans out there. We still have a good Alex team. Galchenyuk is still a free agent. We still have a good team beyond us signing somebody else. I mean. If you think about it, we added Max Domi. Uh, that are, Josh, Josh Anderson didn't even hardly play last year, so that's already an upgrade. Yeah, um, We lost Winberg. Oh, well, he was pretty much invisible all season. Murray's always hurt. So in adding Max Domi and also uh, <clears throat> the old guy, what's his name again? Koivu. Koivu, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, man. Uh, Miko Koivu. That yeah, old well, guy. We'll retouch this one year later, and you'll see where I'm <laughs> right. Uh but all, all I'm saying is even though uh, Yarmo hasn't made that move yet, we're still a better team off than I think we were last year. Well, yes. People are treating this offseason like it was worse than last offseason. <laughs> yeah. Did we do anything? When P- fucking Panarin left, Duchesne left, Bobrovsky left. It was the great Zingle exodus. Left, everybody left. And we were just kind of like, yeah, we saw this coming, right? And this Oops. year, it's like, oh, Yarmo's an idiot, blah, blah, blah. Like, we, what are we going to do? We're not going to do anything. The team's only gotten better, guys. It's, it's gotten only better. gotten better. We might have lost some defense, but that was depth we could have 
afford to lose because we have guys in the AHL with the Monsters, uh, Clendenning, Peak, uh, Carlson. Yeah, I, I don't that are coming I up. That, are, I don't great. think we yeah. lost any depth defensively. No, I think we're our fine defense. That's why I was okay with the whole giving up. Who went to Florida? Nudavara. Nudavara. That's How why I'm okay with that. Nudavara. Because he's not with us. I think Nudavara is gonna come out and be one of the better defenders I hope in the so. league in the next I don't five, year, five I, I, six years. I hope he becomes a great defender. I hope he continues to develop. But I also can see the players that are still here continuing to develop. Like you said, Peak and everybody. Carlson. Yeah. Yep, especially Carlson. I can see him getting a big turnaround to really improve coming up. But I am not too up. I, first of all, I'm not upset with Hall not coming here. If he stays with Buffalo for another year, they're going to get the first pick of the first round. Just like everyone else that joined, that he joins, uh, until statistics prove me wrong, Kyle. No, I hear you. I mean, <laughs> look, he doesn't uh, make a winning team. If we're talking about Taylor Hall for just a second here, but not talking about Blue Jackets, uh, it's I. Th- I think Buffalo is now with adding Taylor Hall is criminally underrated. I mean, it's potentially. It's, I think they are. I mean, everybody. As soon as that signing was announced, everybody's like, "Oh, I thought he wanted to win." Well. He is going to win quite a quite a few games with Eichel on his right hand side as a left winger. I mean, he's also going to win personally because he's going to have the best statistical year of his entire career. Probably will. And he's going to really get paid next season uh, after his one year contract. So yeah, maybe and you know he didn't want he didn't want the long term at five million, but I think that's what he's worth is five million for what six seven years is what Yarmo offered him for. Um, that's probably what he's going to be worth at the end of year six or seven. But right now he's worth the eight million, and that's you know if Buffalo's gonna he's worth whatever team whatever team's gonna pay him exactly. Like he's that's worth eight he's million. Worth. He's worth that, so that's great. Too worth. much. If Blue Jackets. Wanna, I, if that's what he was wanting, if that's what Yarmo, if that's what he was you know requesting for the Blue Jackets, I'm glad Yarmo did not. Yarmo, we trust. No way Yarmo would have done that. I'm glad um, he did it. I would like to see us entertain the idea of Hoffman. I, I feel like though he is going to bringing a lot of money um he's put up some great numbers the past three four years maybe but seriously the forward market has cratered out it really has it's so low for forwards this year it's a buying year for for franchises for forwards i mean we could get granland in here uh michael grand last year in nashville had a hell of a year great year in nashville for what his standards are it would be an upgrade on one of our wings, I believe. In my opinion, he would be an upgrade. We could get him for two, three million AAV, and that that would be an upgrade, in my opinion. I'm looking him mm. up here. Okay, so he had 17 goals, 13 assists. That's a decent year. Not bad for uh, for Grandland. But with Nashville, Nashville's Nashville has good no team. offense, a great defense. Yeah, they still have a pretty solid team. But yeah, no, I mean, I would welcome it. Uh, at least entertain it. Uh, same with same with Hoffman. Um, it, but it all I feel like it all comes down to us signing PLD and and what he how much money we have left over after PLD and Gavrikov. So, um, for some reason in my brain, every time I think of PLD's contract, I'm thinking eight million dollars AAV just keeps popping up. Eight million. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's. I think we have to at least clear out eight million AAV for his for his contract. For the next seven, eight years. That's fair. I mean, if it's a long-term deal, then I, yeah. I think if it's just, if it's a bridge, no. No, but, not for a bridge. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe for a bridge. I don't know. 
It's hard to tell. Maybe that's why it's taking so long because Yarmo doesn't want to pay $8 million a year for a bridge deal. I have noticed that PLD is still in Columbus. From, uh, he's from always, a source of mine, I am hearing that he has bought a new condo in yeah, Columbus. He ain't going nowhere. He's not going anywhere. He ain't going nowhere. But, uh, I mean, I, he is, he's a lot of players and during the offseason go back to their home countries, their home states, their home cities, whatever. And PLD, via his Instagram story, he's just out and about in Columbus still. So maybe he's waiting for that call like, okay, we got the contract. Come over here. Let's sign it. So maybe they're just waiting it out. Do you think nah. he actually likes it here? I think so. I think players once they I'd actually like to think so. I feel like once players actually come here, they they appreciate Columbus. That, uh, but people don't realize what Columbus has to offer as a city, and we've talked about this before. Um, but unfortunately, some players like Panarin or um, I, they Duchesne. just they just want the bigger market. They want the lights. They want the they want the glamour. But how old is Panarin? Is he like twenty four? Uh, he's 25, 26. He's older than that. He came into the league around like twenty. Did he? Okay, so he's older. 24. No. I just don't yeah. think he has a clue. No, about, I mean about like what it's like to be here in America. You know what yeah. I mean? Just like uh, as a whole, you know, you're in him growing up in Russia and playing there for so long. Here's New York, New York, New York, New York. Oh, yeah. That's where and he that's, wants to play. That's, and, uh, and I've you mean he didn't to, hear Columbus, 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 <laughs> Columbus? <laughs> and I and I've listened to other podcasts, you know, and, and they've they've talked. About, I think even Spit and Chicklets mentioned this one time, just where. Where when when you grow up in Russia and you, and you hear of the NHL, all you hear is New York, L.A., New York, L.A. And you hear these big markets, and when you come over here, that's where you want to go. You don't know other, you don't know any other cities. Yeah, it makes sense. And so it's just kind of like when he got the opportunity, he just jumped shipped and went somewhere else. But um, yeah, I mean, I think majority of the NHL cities more so resemble Columbus than they than they are going to resemble an L.A. and a New York. So I don't know. I agree. Yeah. What, what are we even talking about? I don't remember, but we're having a great Hockey time. Hockey talk. Are we having a great time? We're having a great time. We're talking about free um, agents. Yeah, yeah, we still are. I uh, mean, Dadnov. Evgeny Ma- Dadnov is still out there. I would uh, just I just want that so we can make sure to say daddy or something. Yeah, it would be daddy. Ooh. But then we'd be cheating on Scott Hart. Sorry, right? Savard. So. Eric Halla. I mean, yeah, there's guys out there, okay? Corey there Perry are. just was in the Stanley Cup Finals. Just because the, the top Corey five Perry are gone. is a good... Just because the top five are gone doesn't mean it's over. Right. Corey Perry's There's actually... You don't down. like Corey Perry? I mean, he's okay. I don't really want him... I have no desire to have him here. The top five's not even gone. <laughs> the top two are gone. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Toffoli and, and Hall are and gone. That's, that's, what that's I was, it. That's the top... I feel like I was trying well, to make had point. I was trying that. to make that point earlier, but I got sidetracked. He, he was in the top five. No, top... We're talking about forwards here. Ah, oh, for, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I feel like I was we trying to make a that point. need a goalie or defenseman at this point, so we're not talking about those guys. Gotcha. Yeah. And just real quick... Side note: The Corpusala market is dead. All of the, all of the goalies have signed places yeah. for an insane amount of money, for no reason. <laughs> uh, so Corpusala is not getting traded. Either is Savard. So you can just put that to rest. Yeah, and yeah, yeah we had obviously talked about that a lot. But uh, yeah, no, going back to what you guys were just talking about, how the free agent market, there's still plenty of options, plenty of available available players out there. And just because, you know, it hasn't it didn't happen on free agent day and it hasn't happened yet doesn't mean it ain't going to happen because there's still a host of guys still on the market that could definitely add a lot of much needed value to the Blue Jackets roster. So um, it, it may not be somebody that's going to bring in 20, 25 goals. It may be a depth piece like a Jack Roslovic, for instance. I would be a fan of that. Bring him bring him home. The Jets reportedly are shopping him. But, uh, you know, I I. I 
I think the Jackets aren't done. I don't think there's going to be any huge significant moves, but I do see Yarmo probably... I think a free agent is going to sign here. It may, it may be somebody completely off the board, just like our draft pick that we were not expecting, <laughs> um, but I, I feel like we have enough available cap space, especially once we sign PLD. I still think we're going to have money left over where Yarmo is going to make a move. It may not blow, blow everyone's socks off, but I think it will be a, a, a good enough move to get some depth in here that we're going to need. So where did the hype come from? Was it us? I think it's just... That Yarmo said it. That he happens said, every year. No, Yarmo said. Yarmo said something about things. expect something big this year. Yeah. We're making moves. He said that. Oh yeah, no, he did. He he said he he was looking he to gets shake rid things of everybody. Up. And I think what I honestly think what he meant by that was the Anderson trade. If that was it, then okay, I guess. I mean, I'm happy about it. I like Domi and, and Murray and Nudavara. It's like a really and nice appetizer. Buyout. And Winberg. Yeah. So I mean, it, it, that really did shake things up. Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah, but I, I, I think mean, like that's, that's kind of like a really nice appetizer, and then you're given like I a, don't think so. A shitty, I, that was that's like four mediocre players that have lunch. been staples here, and they're gone. That's, that doesn't for people who ex- want success. That doesn't for me. It doesn't really shake me up. Yeah, I'm happy to see this cap space. What Warren out. said, it's like a nice. It's like going to. It's like going to Boca de Beppo. Boca de Beppo. And you get like a nice big old forty dollar appetizer, and then then your meal's a, a McChicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay because like as jordan said click and refresh click and refresh yeah. waiting for something to happen nothing really came about well i think our expectations overall. were too high Your they were high well because he said expect great things he didn't say no no no, no 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 he did not say expect ju- great things okay he then said whatever. expect no he said something like didn't say it t- guys that you know i don't remember what it was but it oh. wasn't great things it wasn't he he only said expect some big changes. He, Whatever. Yeah, he essentially you know what the changes. We we lost four staple players. I'm pretty Murray, sure he said. Nudavaro, Winberg, and Anderson. Staple player. Those are guys that have had names here for the last three years at least. Staple players, but not players that have two that needed that to go. <laughs> one that's going to be hard to see go. One yeah. that didn't want to be here. Ah, Anderson wanted to be here. <laughs> Yarmo didn't want to pay him. Yeah, maybe. I don't think the staple player, that's not at all accurate. I, I don't think. Winberg, eh, you know, whatever. Uh, Josh Anderson. But how many times a year do we talk about Winberg? A uh, lot because uh, he, shouldn't nothing be good. he shouldn't be on the ice. Staple player. <laughs> <laughs> he shouldn't be on the ice. That's why we talked about him. No. Anderson's like talking Anderson about your coworker who needs to be fired. Murray was on and off again. Nudavar was well, Anderson healthy did scratched play. He played 26 games and yeah, won but goal. He had one goal. Do yeah. And then got paid. Seven. You're saying million. staple players, though. I don't. I don't. Maybe in years past, but not not this past year. So okay. It, when I say staple player, I mean I guess I'm thinking like everybody knows their names. It's gotcha. not like you know you know what I mean. Okay, I got it. Whatever. Um, I have nothing really else to talk about in terms of free agency. I okay. do have a hot take, and in, in if we don't sign anybody via free agent, um, we gotta think. We gotta remember how. Panarin got here. Nobody expected it, and it was a trade. It came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So maybe Yarmo has such a potential trade still in the works. So we don't know. There's still a lot that could potentially happen. Still getting lang- um, line. Line. Yeah, line is not happening. Yeah, line <laughs> probably not happening. Uh, but you never know. It could. It could. It could. You never know. Uh, if this was the shakeup, mm. I I'm not disappointed. 
I would have liked to have seen just another piece added. I, I'm happy we got Domi. I think he's going to play a great role on this team. Uh, but I would have liked to have seen something else happen. And we still have time, and like, and we still have plenty of free agents on the board. But, yeah, I, I don't know. But everyone that just getting so down... Just calm down. Yeah. yeah, chill out, guys. I and mean, we're not we're not worse off. We're not. It, it's 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 the people on on social media that are talking about how they've lost all faith in Yarmo. Like, get the fuck out of here, guys. Like, what? Here, here's the thing about look. No, we have not we lost anything. A, we need not, to do a new segment called "Here's the Thing" because we, we have not lost a a damn thing. Okay, at all. If anything, we've gained. What everybody was bitching about last year and is what we need offense. Hello, Koivu. Hello, Domi. Right? Koivu's not going to give you a shit ton of goals, but okay. It's a completely different. I think he, he might not, but look at the points. He might get a, a few assists next year. So he's, Anyways. Gonna, he's, he's, he's going to take over <laughs> Winberg's spot and getting assists and maybe a handful of goals. Yeah, for one and a half million. Yeah, which is fine with me. That's exactly. what I'm saying. I'm cool with that. That's, that's exactly fine. upgrade. <laughs> upgrade. <laughs> Domi, second second line center. Upgrade. Yeah. Right. Nudavara kind of saw the ice last year. Not really. Gone. We got d- dump cap for him. Upgrade. Ryan Murray has not been healthy one full fucking season. <laughs> Upgrade. Get rid of him. Right. I mean, come on. Everybody's sitting here bitching about, oh, we didn't get Taylor Hall. Oh, we didn't get to Foley. Oh, he dumped all that cap for nothing. Shut the fuck up. What are you talking about? This team is so much better than it was last year on, on a, first of all, on a financial basis, if we're talking about that. And mm-hmm. second of all, I think on a team basis, we've lost some, I don't want to say cancerous personalities, but I don't think Winberg was very happy here. I don't think Anderson was very happy here. I feel like we we got rid of some personalities that did not want to be in Columbus. That's also a reckless speculation. We it don't know that. Added some personalities <laughs> that wanted to be here, such as Domi wants to be here. Koivu signed here because he said he wanted to be here. He didn't get traded here. He signed yeah. here. No, I, not yeah. like Duchesne, if we want to bring that up. I'm so tired of hearing the people talk about how Yarmo, they don't know what Yarmo is doing. Wake the fuck up and actually pay attention to what this team is doing because they're making moves and they're good moves. We're only getting better. Yeah, yeah. No, we're we're better off than than we were in my opinion. And and, and Yarmo didn't dump all this for no reason. Obviously, it, it, there's a reason behind it. I, the biggest is obviously to get PLD and and Gavrikov signed. But I, I do think that we're going to have some space left and something is going to happen. And there's plenty of names out there that are still available. And it may not be a big a big name that, you know, we think we're going to get in here. But um, I think it'll either way, Yarmo, I still trust the process. Here's some trivia. How many – what's the most games in a season that Ryan Murray has played for uh, the Jackets? 56. 43. 82. I knew he had one full season. Kind of. Minus. Well, yeah, that is full season. Never mind. What is the least amount of games he's played in a season? Oh, 15. 21. 12. 12. <laughs> 12. He has played a full season. Was yeah. it his first year? It was second. Second. Yeah. <laughs> he had a full season under his belt. We'll give, it, we'll give him that. 
Look, I again, I am a Ryan Murray fan. I think he's a great defender. He just has a chronic back problem that he cannot that that's just unfixable. And it's it is what it is. And I feel bad for the guy, but he's not really because he's still making his money even with the chronic back issue. But I'm glad <laughs> yeah. we don't have to deal with that anymore. Yeah. All right, let's get social. Okay. Cassie's not here to read it, so you guys got to go back to reading it. All right. Uh, Ohio Country Gent at OH Country Gent. Front of the pot. Boomer. Uh, what did Jordan do to scare Warren out of the apartment? <laughs> <laughs> well, nothing. We both got new apartments on separate ends they of did. town. They both moved. Technically, I scared him out. Can yeah, confirm. Technically, it was Warren's apartment. So I moved like a month later. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Suck it. I moved to Jordan New was Albany. just throwing hot takes out about hockey all the time. Warren was like, "Get the fuck out!" I would just here. walk Shut out of my room up. and I would just yell, "Hot <laughs> takes!" Yeah. Warren moved to New Albany. I or no, I moved to New Albany. Warren moved to Dublin. I moved to Dublin, the two bougiest oh, yeah. suburbs in, in Central Ohio. We're bougie as hell, <laughs> leaving the third bougiest. Yeah. I lived in New Albany once. Uh, next question from Justin Markley. Uh, he says, why is our fan base so fickle? Um, because they're needy. They don't because understand. Because they're all Ohio State fans, and they yeah, expect probably. success every year or else it's a failure. Because they just, um, no, not really, because if they know anything about the Blue Jackets, uh, I'm fail. just going to go with their sports fans, and I'm pretty sure all fan bases are fickle. Potentially. Not to the point that we have been this season. Maybe. We've made the playoffs four years straight. Now, granted, we've only won a single series out of those four years, uh, which is still more success than we've seen in the last 20, 20 years. And people are still like, get Yarmo out of here. I think Yarmo's they just not a good GM. They saw like some good potential and they just expected greatness to gravitate towards us. That's not always going to happen, but we still have a great team in place now. Yeah, it's it's frustrating from the standpoint of it seems like historically and even with success, free agents still don't want to necessarily, at least the higher market ones, don't necessarily want to come here. And I think maybe that's where some frustration lies. But um, from my perspective, I am going to be the rational one here and say that's just sports fans. That's just the nature of the beast. Yeah, that's the easy way out, right? That's not the easy way out. It's <laughs> factual. That's just sports fans. Every fan base is sports reacts like the the I, sky is falling. If every we're gonna move. go ahead and dip into it, I would say that uh, our fan base is fickle because we've made the playoffs four years straight, and it's time to get more success into this bitch. It is right. I mean, absolutely, it's it about is. that damn time yep. that we start. <laughs> what is this voice? Continually seeing. <laughs> More than one playoff series won in four years. Exactly. And Koivu's not the answer to that. Nobody said he was. <laughs> just, <laughs> just saying. Poke That's there. another Adrian a coin sign. Jesus. Like from, from mid-2000s. Dan Blackburn at DanB235. Change it. Uh, does PLD wait to training camp to sign and screw the CBJ for any unrestricted free agents? If he's doing that, oh, my gosh, that's a dick move. I don't think he's doing that. I, I think, think I think we'll hear something by Wednesday of this week on him. PLD knows 
that he's not going anywhere. Yeah. Yarmo's going to do what it takes to get PLD back into this into a CBJ uniform because if he doesn't, he'll probably get fired. We're going to burn down the whole city of Columbus and everything <laughs> is just going to go to hell if PLD does not get re-signed. Someone will have to die. Absolutely. And it'll probably we'll probably just go assassinate Zito, but down there in Florida. <laughs> yeah, PLD will go to Florida. You know damn well Yarmo is a assassin by night. Oh, it's, hell the Florida, yeah, he it's the Florida Blue Jackets down there now, and I think I think Yarmo's like, what the fuck, man? Stop it. <laughs> That's yeah. what he's saying. I, yeah, I don't I don't think there's any uh holdout there. I don't think I don't think No holdout, no. It's just a matter of time. I, I think both camps are obviously still trying to hash it out and figure out what it is, but I don't think he's purposely doing anything. <laughs> no, it's not the end it's not the whole Anderson deal that yeah. we had. Uh next question from Nick Scherer at Nuclear Dizzy. Oh my gosh! How do you feel about losing Winberg? And the response, one of the responses to that was from friend of the pod, Madison, 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 at Salyer underscore fourteen. Bet they threw a party once it was official. <laughs> uh, no, you obviously already know our thoughts. We're very happy, <laughs> and you were dead on, Madison. Yes, yes. I think one of us said, "Finally." I just. It's your turn. I just did that one. Okay, uh, from Jeb. Hey. Oh, yeah, you do know that. At Jeb underscore Reichert. Uh, we've solidified our presence at center ice during this offseason. Will our wingers now be more effective in providing the scoring we need, or is our scoring capability doomed to suck goose eggs for another season? Uh, Warm, you kind of – I think you brought that up a little earlier. Yeah, I think it'll uh, open it up big time. I wouldn't say big time, but I do think that there's going to be more opportunity for sure. You know what I think is going to happen? What? We're going to have a pretty good power play. You think so? Okay, relax there. Yeah, bud. you better calm your tits uh, there. Chill out there, bud. Calm your tits. Just gonna, yeah, we'll go, right. we'll go with the, over We'll there. go with like a Jordan coming into my bedroom when we live together at 2 a.m. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. That's a hot take. It's not as hot as Doobie. Did I ever come into your bedroom at 2 a.m.? No. <laughs> I think so. So I think that um, we, to agree with you, yes, we have absolutely solidified our position at center, which then opens up because, I mean, think about it. The last couple of years, we have moved wingers to center because we don't have the depth there. I mean, is it Boone Jenner, for example? We've talked about that before. He's now moving back out to the left wing where he belongs, and, and that's where he plays the best at. He's a great four-checking winger. And that's where he belongs, not at center trying to make plays. Guys like Koivu and Domi in the middle making plays is what we need. And I think it's going to open up, up the offense a lot more than people expect. I think the offense is going to look a lot better next season. Huh. Oh, my turn. Uh, yeah, I haven't actually read any of these at all. It's for uh, next one from Soham Sarathia at Soham Sarathia. Uh, how is Torts' job security? I've heard rumblings that he may be fired if we don't make the second round at least. <laughs> hmm. I think his job security is just fine. Yeah. I think if we do not make the second round of the playoffs this upcoming season, I think Yarmo's job security would be in question. Because if you think of that, I mean, that's under the Yarmo regime, we've only won one playoff series, two if you count the Leafs. I don't know what you call that. No, one playoff series. All right, there you go. Um, and it just seems like 
it's just a, a constant pattern repeating itself every single season under the Yarmo regime. So I love Yarmo. I think he's done a fantastic job in, in making us a competitive team, but it seems like we just can't get over that hump. And I don't think it's a Tortorella issue. I think it's Tortorella's only coaching the players that he's given, and we're seeing that the players that he's given are some of them are just like okay, and they're all, some of them are very young. So I mean, there's a lot of there's a learning curve there as well. I don't think that's all necessarily true all the way. I think that guys like Duclair that go and have an all-star season after he leaves Tortorella. We've been over this. He went to Ottawa. He was on the first line because Ottawa didn't have anybody. I could I could go on We've, Ottawa's first line that's and score fine. goals. We, well, shut up. We've talked about <laughs> this before is how Tortorella doesn't mesh with every player in the league like other coaches do. And it's he Tortorella meshes with a certain kind of player. And Tortorella's job could be in danger as well. He could be on the hot seat this year. We've made the playoffs four years straight. I think everybody's job is in danger if we don't start making moves here because we can keep making the playoffs and making the playoffs and doing nothing and we'll just be stagnant. But I, there has to be an upgrade at some point, whether that's with players, the coaching staff, or the front office. If, if we continue to only go to the if – we, if we continue to go to the playoffs with, say, for instance, hypothetically – if Panarin and Duchesne and Dezingle were all still here and we were we continued to get bounced in the first round, then, yeah, his job security, I think, towards his job security would be on the line. He just doesn't have the cast around him, I don't think, right now. I think we have a good enough team to get there. We do not have a good enough team to sustain our our ability to go long longer within the playoffs. Um, so I I hope that changes. I hope we add at least a couple more pieces in the offseason. I like the Domi acquisition. I don't think we're worse off than last year. I think we're we're better off, but is it really is it better enough to advance further in the playoffs yet? I really don't know. Yeah. My thoughts. Be interesting. Um, last one I have from Lucas Depois. At Lucas Depois. Is this the last year Felino wears the C? Not sure of his contract details. So he is a UFA after this year. Uh, no, Felino will wear the C as long as he has a blue jacket. Which begs the Which question. Which would be after this year. Are we going to resign him? Oh, uh, boy. Or will he retire? <laughs> that's where the heart, that's a great question. That's yeah. a good, that is a good question. The one that I don't want to think about right now, but I'll try to give my best answer. Uh, Felino resigning. I think we do. I don't think it's a long-term deal. Maybe a two-year contract. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to, after us signing Koivu this year, after he was the captain for Minnesota for the last 12 years, uh, it's hard to to say. Um, It just depends where the market is next year. I can see Foligno being one of those guys that, you know, retires here because he loves Columbus. But I could also see Foligno being one of those guys where he chases the money. But does he bring a lot of value anymore? I, I we've I we talked about it. He's the same. He's it's it'd be the exact same situation as Koivu. Probably, yeah. It I would mean, be. It means another team that needs. I don't. Why did we sign? Why did we sign Koivu? I don't. I don't yeah. understand. I mean, it's you kinda, sign. I you mean, you're just like we're so high. On why you've already wow. flopped? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Your little uh, your tweet <laughs> literally said, "If you don't agree with the the Koivu sign, you're wrong." You're wrong. But why? <laughs> he is a. Older Nick Felino. 
And I think you just came to the realization. No, that. I mean he's a locker room guy, and he's he has a def- decent offensive upside. We've seen Nick Foligno on the on the offensive end. He's a grinding guy. He's got good skill as well. He's got good puck control. We've seen that. I mean, I mean for we've sure, seen I, goals from him. It's not. I'm, I was. It was really Foligno. Now I'm I'm fine with having him now on this team for sure. I'm just saying, you know, that's that's where I'm seeing. I mean, maybe two or three, and I hope he retires with CBJ. Um, and it just depends on what we're at, where we're at next year, to see if Yarmo would even offer him another contract. Because it'd be tough because he's getting five and a half. Are we going to sign him two yeah, more years for five I mean, and a half again? He'd absolutely. Koivu was making a lot of money in Minnesota. He had to take a pay cut. If we sign at at the end of Felino's contract, and if if we do sign him again, I think Felino knows and Yarmo knows he ain't getting five and a half mil. He'll no, get two maybe. Maybe two, to continue being our captain and be yeah. that guy. And shit, I mean, if he's the first player in franchise history that gets his number retired, I wouldn't be mad about it. Nash will get, mark my words right now, <laughs> 20th anniversary of the Columbus Blue Jackets, Nash's r- jersey is going in the rafters. I can see it happen. 20th anniversary of the franchise. They're going to be doing a lot of, I feel like, sentimental things. One of those is going to be Rick Nash jersey in rafters nationwide happening i can agree i would with that. absolutely be okay with that cool mm-hmm. absolutely be okay with that and if you don't if you're not okay with that you you're wrong <laughs> just shut up <laughs> shut up he's gonna counter that argument here in about five minutes yeah. <laughs> you know what rick nash he doesn't need that l- let me tell you something let me tell you something rick nash's jersey should not be in the rafters that's gonna be <laughs> kyle in five minutes before we close out this podcast support for today's podcast is brought to you by manscaped who is the best in men's below the waist grooming Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. I didn't write that, by the way, but I like it. It rhymes. But based on that uh, description on our cannon powder, you probably could have. I probably could have wrote it, yeah. Uh, Manscaped, is they just launched the 3.0. Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. Nobody likes to nick their balls when they're they're trimming down there. That's right. Speak for Uh, yourself. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's also waterproof, so you can take it in the shower and not get electrocuted and not die. Okay, but sometimes it kind of is hard to see. It is, and what what does Mans- what does the Manscaped 3.0 lawnmower <gasps> have? They have one of the coolest features, and that is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. TBH, when I used it the other day, I still had the lights on in my bathroom, obviously. Okay, good uh, thing that you don't <laughs> shave in the dark. <laughs> yeah, but like <laughs> when I was using it, it legitimately helps. Huh. I'm not saying that because they're a sponsor, but like a lot of times you just really you don't know what line things up. It does. Like is, when you're getting in them areas, when maybe, you, that LED lights on, it's nice. Maybe next week I, I'm I'm due. Maybe we can do a live recording. Let's all do it together. Uh, just getting some real in depth feedback. I'm down for that. We'll do a live <laughs> recording. We'll uh, I'm busy. we'll set up the camera. <laughs> All three stand in the bathroom together and just... How about we trim each other's? I'm busy. You're you're busy that day? Okay. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. What day is that? Circle shave. I'm busy. Oh, what days are you busy? I'm a big NASCAR fan, and all I know is I see they got 7,000 RPM motor with this, okay? Okay. (laughs) That's some high technology there. Let me tell you. That can move a truck. (laughs) That can move a truck. Uh, Hey, but in all seriousness... uh, if you do want to use this product, it's a great product. Go to manscaped.com. Use our promo code CBJ. You get 20% off and free shipping. That's CBJ, 20% off free shipping. 
any of their products, check them out, manscaped.com, promo code CBJ. Make your testies their besties. Your balls will thank you. The podcast is now over. Oh. Yay. <laughs> Why? Yay. Oh, I mean, people I mean, don't like mm. listening to me just bitch about everything. I think that's what they tune in for. Is it? Yeah. Once again, I don't know what I talked about today. I, I blacked out during the There was the a lot, episode. I think. Yeah. It felt like we only talked for 15 minutes, but it was like an hour and 15, 15 minutes. Yeah. Let's <laughs> just add so, an hour to that. That's fine. Uh, that's fine. Totally fine. Hey, uh, here, look, bottom line, guys. <laughs> Relax. All right. Relax. R E L A X. Relax. Just. I'm we glad have, you spelled that right. We have the good. <laughs> we have we have a, as good of a team as we did last year, without a question. They're they're proven to be more healthy, and we have a better offense now than we did last year. Let me let me rephrase that. We have a more veteran offense now than we did last year. Miko Koivu, the answer to all the problems. Okay, I'm talking more about Domi, who has been consistent for the last six years. Um, he had one breakout season, but really consistent, more consistent than Alex Winberg. More uh, consistent than Josh Anderson, who didn't play. True. He's, he's had one good year for us, Josh Anderson. Everybody just relax. Yeah, right? no, I agree. The, the team is not failing. The team is not is not burning to the ground at the moment. Everything is fine. The team looks good on paper, and and it's what the fourth, fifth day of free agency right now. We still have like another month or two to go. Everything is fine. Everything's fine. It's, it's fine. all fine. It's fine. Yeah, now no, talk I, to us next podcast, <laughs> and we might be completely be different. Complete opposite. Everything's on fire. Uh, no, I agree, Kyle. Very wise words to end the podcast. Just because we didn't go out there and uh, shoot. We all we all were waiting for it. We all were anticipating that big name to sign free agent day. It didn't happen. That's not to say something will not happen because there are plenty of names still on the market. And um, if it doesn't happen, we still have a good team. We still have a good See, team. I Everything that happened is exactly what I expected to happen. Oh, Mr. Oh, you yeah, just know Mr. things. Expert okay. Warren over here. Okay. Oh. I mean, don't. Hindsight's don't, 30 30, right? Don't read 50, into 50. it. Oh. It's 2020. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> that was a, it was a joke. <laughs> of course. Of course it was. Well, I'm not joking. I That's what I expected. You expected it? them just to do nothing yeah. and us to have the same team? I don't want to harp more on being correct all the time. That's what I do. That's my brand. Yeah, you are good at that. Wait till all the haters of it's the good thing you're never right. Let me say my brand. They'll love that. My brand. But 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 you do have a brand. We have a brand. We have a brand. Chauvinistic assholes. Uh, yeah. That's yes. right. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. Um, <laughs> that's all we have. We'll see you next week. That was a joke, guys. I mean, if, if any news really breaks, like... we'll still see you in a week. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. S- Till then. Pay and neuter your family jewels source actually that you should men's <laughs> <laughs>